Welcome to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast, where you will find all the inspiration you need to begin living a more intentional life today. Because no matter where you are right now in life, it's never too late to dream big, my friend. And now here's your host, Francis Vitakovic. Hey, and welcome, my friend, to this episode, which is all about five more truth bombs that you can't ignore. So as I mentioned in the previous episode on a similar topic, which was the first five truth bombs, I've written more than 20 books, and one of them is called What It Will It Take For You To Understand, which was the inspiration for my Wake Up Call You Need Master Course. So this was a book and course that spoke about the 50 truth bombs that you need to understand in order to free yourself from that constant pain and suffering cycle that so many of us get caught up in. And because I love that book so much, I thought it was fun to share just five more of those truth bombs in this episode on truth bombs that will change your life. So let's start with number one. You will never feel ready. Yes, it is true. Now, Martin Luther King once said, I often feel like saying when I hear the question, people aren't ready, that it's like telling a person who's trying to swim, don't jump into the water until you learn how to swim, when actually you will never learn how to swim until you get into the water. Now, it is really, really true. It is a terrible thing to wait until you feel ready because there's a good chance that you will never feel ready. Sometimes you need to do things even when you don't feel ready, because there's no such thing as ready. There is only now, and you can't always wait for a perfect time. Sometimes the best thing that you can do is just jump. And then in that example that Martin Luther King gave, you'll learn how to swim. You can then begin to learn how to swim once you're in the water. But if you're too scared to jump into that water, there's a good chance that you're just going to stay frozen and unable to even master that skill. So here is the deal. If you are waiting until you are ready to do something, there's a chance you might be waiting for the rest of your life. And that's because we all have feelings of uncertainty. We all often feel unprepared or unqualified. It's a natural nervous feeling in us that most of us have when we're getting ready to do something important. It's a normal feeling. So when it comes up for you, don't freak out. Now I know we all have our excuses. We think, okay, well, I don't have enough experience. I don't have enough money. I don't have time or contacts or whatever. We always come up with something, but that only keeps us feeling scared, too shy and too nervous to take action. But we need to let go of those excuses. We need to do those things anyway, even when we don't have enough experience or time or money or contacts, we do it anyway. So in spite of our fear and anxiety, we need to get up and actively participate in the next stage that life has brought us to. Okay, we need to just take action. So instead of sitting around and waiting to feel ready, when you recognize that isn't taking you anywhere, you need to come up with a different plan instead. But it's not going to be just a plan that you are sitting and thinking about and you're going to wait and wait and wait. It's a plan that you are going to take action on because you can plan and delay and revise all you want but nothing ever beats just taking action. It really doesn't. And you have to believe that you have enough right now to get started. A lot of us want to read more books or buy more courses before we think we are qualified to do something. But just imagine that you have everything right now that you need to get you where you need to go. There are plenty of people in this world with fewer resources, less money, less experience, less everything, but they're not letting that feeling of not feeling ready stop them from taking action. Have you ever noticed that? They just take action just for the hell of it because they know that that is the most important thing they can do to get them where they need to go. Because remember, you're never going to feel 100% ready. You can always study more, practice more, do more research, ask for more advice and opinions, okay? That's a never-ending cycle that you can get caught up in. But you need to step out of that. 
You need to sometimes just jump and hope that you're going to learn to fly on your way down. And guess what? You really will. Sometimes taking a leap of faith is the only way to get to your goals. That's how you're going to get there, just by taking a leap of faith. Successful people start before they feel ready. When an opportunity comes along, they don't procrastinate. They don't falter. They do the things before they know how to do them, and then they learn. And that's how people grow, by taking risks. And I love the author, Paulo Coelho, and he once said, when we least expect it, life sets a challenge to test our courage and willingness to change. And at such moment, there is no point in pretending nothing has happened or in saying that we're not ready. The challenge will not wait. Life does not look back. A week is more than enough time for us to decide whether or not we are willing to accept our destiny. So do not miss that train when it comes your way. Opportunities often arrive late. But when they pass, they pass fast. So you need to be willing to jump onto that train. You will never have unlimited chances to get what you want. There's nothing worse than regretting the opportunities that you didn't seize. So you don't want to live life with regret. You want to take those great leaps of faith. You need to trust that things will work out because being ready is a myth. Being ready is a myth that keeps us lazy and complacent and locked in the confines of our comfort zone. And I speak often about the fact that we need to step outside our comfort zone. We need to get used to that feeling of being a little bit uncomfortable because it's a good feeling. It's a good discomfort. Okay, it's different from the discomfort of regret. And it will be experience in taking action that will give you the tools you need to survive and prosper, not the feeling of being ready. So just trust yourself enough to jump into the world of unknowns. And if you think you need to feel ready before taking action, you probably will never do anything. So just be ready to take action even when you feel as if you don't really know what you're doing. You're going to work it out along the way. The right moment to take action is always now when you are willing. And even when you're not willing, you just do it anyway because great people really do things before they are ready. So that was truth bomb number one. So now let's have a conversation about truth bomb number two. The world doesn't owe you anything. So Mark Twain once said, don't go around saying the world owes you a living. The world owes you nothing. It was here first. So one of the scariest things about our current society, and especially the youth of today, is that they're growing up to become this entitled generation. They feel like people in the world owe them something. So when I was young, I honestly expected nothing. If I wanted money or clothes or anything special, I knew that I had to work for it. That was what I was taught. I was happy if someone was kind enough to throw me some scraps. I appreciated every single, even a secondhand gift. And I never snarled at any questions that were asked of me or any advice that was given to me. I just took it all on the chin. But nowadays, a lot of the younger generation, and there's definitely some adults who think the same, they think that things should be handed to them on this silver platter. But they, I don't understand where they get this thought from or what makes them think that life owes them something. You are not owed a career. No one owes you an adoring relationship or physical beauty or perfect health or comfort. People often whinge and moan and complain that they they didn't get an award or a gift or a position or anything that they want, but they don't have yet. They feel like it's owed to them, that they deserve it, even if they don't do anything to work for it. But honestly, it's time to develop a bit of a backbone and start behaving like a grown-up and just being a little bit more responsible. And I know that sounds like a tough love approach to take, But it's the only way that you're going to understand and that you'll actually fathom that the world or no one owes you anything. If you want something, whether it's happiness or wealth or power or success or love or whatever it is that you want, you need to work for it yourself. You really do. None of us in this world are entitled to anything until we have saved or paid for it ourselves in whether it's money or blood, sweat and tears. 
Life does not owe us anything. We're not owed perfect parents or a perfect childhood or even immunity from pain or problems or a house or a bed or a job or even a single meal. If we haven't sweated or struggled for that thing that we want, why do we think that we deserve it? I mean, really why? What makes us more special than the previous generations who had to work hard for anything, everything? So entitlement is really this epidemic in this day and age, and it's up to the parents and adults to model and teach the younger generations the attitude of gratitude instead. So it's about drumming in these facts. You can't always get what you want. You certainly don't deserve anything that you didn't work for. We need to stop thinking like victims and take some personal responsibility instead of blaming life and others for all the things that we haven't yet achieved. You need to take ownership of yourself, of your agency, of the fact that you have free will to go and chase any dream that you have, but no one is going to give it to you. Your dreams will not just fall into your lap. No one else wants to hear your excuses and you don't need to hear your excuses. Even if you think they are valid and true, all those poor me excuses, they're hurting you more than they're helping you. And they hurt you more than they hurt anyone else because they equal denial. So once you realize the truth that the world doesn't owe you anything, you can actually start to create your own happiness. And it's a gift to yourself when you acknowledge and accept and realize that everything that you do have in your life, that it needs to be earned. And it really is a sign of maturity to take that ownership. So it's time to step up today and be prepared to stake our own claims. It's up to us. The world doesn't owe us anything. Even as adults, we need to understand this. Definitely the younger generations need to be taught that. So we just be mindful of the fact that we could be giving this impression that the world owes them something when it's just going to result in a really harsh disappointment for them because it's not a truth that the world owes you something. It really, really doesn't. That's the truth bomb now is understanding that the world does not owe you anything. So now let's have a look at truth bomb number three. You can't change anyone in this world except yourself. Now, lots of really smart people have spoken about this before, but the wisest words that I've ever heard came from Jacob M. Broad, who said, consider how hard it is to change yourself and you'll realize what little chance you have in changing others. So many of us resist this truth bomb for a long, long time. Okay, there's plenty of adults who still think they can change their partners or their kids or the people around them when it simply isn't true. But some of you might be still thinking, well, of course, you know, that isn't true. People can be changed. I mean, that's why I married him or her, right? But we say this tongue in cheek, but deep down, we really do think that we have this superpower to change people, even though we probably have never in our life successfully done so, or we probably haven't even seen true evidence of that happening. We might try to change our partners or our kids. We might try to change our parents. We might try to change everyone because the truth is we think it would be easier than the alternative, which is changing ourselves. And why would we want to do that, right? I mean, obviously, it's easier if everyone else does it. But here's the truth. Changing other people is a nearly impossible task. Why? Because they're allowed to be who they want to be. They don't need to change to make you happy. Do you know how much easy it is for us to actually accept others, like just accept other people so they don't need to change and how much more freedom you would get from having that thought and having making that choice to just accept people for who they are and let them be who they were born to be without impacting your happiness. Your happiness should not be dependent on how other people act and behave. That happiness comes from within and true change is always the choice of the individual. People are really complex creatures and everyone will have their own life set of experiences. And as a result, trying to change someone's like trying to change the weather or the season. 
It's not something that you can do with a click of a finger. And to have that expectation that people should change to make you happy isn't realistic and isn't fair. People shouldn't have to change just to make someone else happy. They should change because it makes them happy. Maybe the way that they do things is what is right for them. It might not be right for you, but it might be part of what they need to do in order to become authentically themselves in this world. And it can look completely different from what is something that you would want to do. But when we finally learn that we can't control other people or that we can't change the circumstances or things, that truth bomb, when it goes off, there's so much freedom in letting that go. And you can start to understand why you can't change others. That's okay. You can still change your own expectations. You can give people the freedom of being allowed to be who they want to be. And that doesn't impact your happiness. Your happiness doesn't come from other people's actions. It comes from your thoughts. Remember, it's always your thought. And you can choose to think, okay, they're quirky. Okay, they're a little bit different from me, but I'm going to love them anyway. That's a choice. It's a thought. If you're choosing to think something along the lines of, I'm never, ever going to be happy if they don't change. Well, guess what? You will never, ever be happy until they change. If you choose to think, I am going to be happy no matter what, and no one else in this world can impact that happiness, guess what will happen? The result will be that you will be happy no matter what, because no one else can impact that choice that you're making. But remember, it all comes back down to you, your thoughts. And remember, everyone in this world is allowed to have their own opinion. They're allowed to be weird or annoying or whatever. It's a choice that they make. We don't all have to think and look and speak and act exactly the same. Not everyone has to see things the way you do. Not everyone has to think that you are right. We were all born to be different, okay? And sometimes it's best if we just agree to disagree. But you trying to change someone else is just an impossible task. And when you stop trying to change others and instead on work on in changing yourself, which remember, that's the only thing that you can control in this world, then your whole perception of life changes because you know that you are in control. And when you make changes in yourself, it becomes less crucial to you that other people change. They don't need to change to make you happy. You have control of that yourself, okay? I mean, as they say, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. So you can start to see that it's incredibly, not just selfish or unfair, but it's not realistic to expect someone else to start to change or need to change in order to meet your standards. I mean, let's just think of this in reverse. Would you change to meet other people's standards? If people thought that you were too loud, would you start acting quiet to make them happy? If they didn't like the job you were doing, would you change your job to make other people happy? If they didn't like the way you dress, would you change the way that you dress to make them happy? I mean, it just starts to sound so ridiculous when you put yourself in other people's shoes and understand that they might want you to change, but you don't need to change to make other people happy, just like they don't need to change to make you happy. So when you understand you can't change others, just yourself, that's when you begin to take responsibilities for your own feelings, for your own thoughts and actions without blaming other people. You don't need them to change in order to be happy yourself. So are we getting this? You can start to adjust how you relate to other people so that you can better deal with their perceived flaws. You're just thinking they're a flaw. They might not be a flaw in their eyes, but all about your perception. They're coming from the thoughts you have about people. You can choose to think that someone is really annoying, or you could think that they are so well-intentioned, even though they are different from you. You could choose to think that a person is simply doing the best that they can with the tools and resources they have at their disposal, rather than thinking, oh gosh, that person has no idea what they're doing. I don't even want to hang around them. 
You can choose to be compassionate. You can choose to be forgiving. You can choose to be accepting because remember, you shouldn't have to change for other people just the same way that they shouldn't have to change for you. They really don't need to. It's all about respecting that everyone in this world is allowed to be their own unique individual, just like you can be. And in a nutshell, there isn't a need for anyone to change who they are. I mean, let's just imagine that life is like a movie and I don't know if anyone else watched Seinfeld. Maybe George is born to be a George. He doesn't need to change for anyone else. So maybe Kramer was born to be a Kramer. He doesn't need to change for anyone else. And even though George found his parents so frustrating, maybe that is exactly who they were born to be. And they don't need to change to make George happy. And your parents don't need change to make you happy. Everyone's allowed to be who they want to be, just the same way that you can be exactly who you are. So we need to let go of that idea that people need to change because guess what? It's never, ever going to happen. But the coolest thing is, is when we understand we don't need it to happen. Even though we can never change people, we don't need other people to change in order to be happy ourselves. So that was truth bomb number three. Now let's have a conversation about truth bomb number four. Life is not always fair. Now, I know this is probably not what you want to hear, but it's definitely true that life isn't always fair. Sometimes the best person really doesn't get the prize. Sometimes the pushy person gets recognized instead of the person who waited longer and more patiently. Sometimes you will get blamed for things that you didn't do, and sometimes you're going to miss out on things that you had your heart set on getting. But that is life, unfair for everyone in a weird, twisted way. And that's the only thing that makes it fair, the fact that it's just a universal thing. Life is not fair. But whoever gave us this idea that life was supposed to be fair and even all the time? If you're expecting the world to be fair all the time because maybe your parents promoted fairness and it was something that they felt really strongly about making sure was instilled as a family value, you might be in for a really rude awakening when you discover that not everyone thinks the way that you do. It's like, let's just say, expecting a lion not to eat you because you didn't eat him first. Or leaving a bag of money out in the open and expecting no one to steal it just because you think that everyone should be honest the same way that you are. But it doesn't always work like that. It's not about a tit for tat. So the moment that we start to understand this, we'll get less disappointed when we discover that life isn't always fair. Life is just easier when you accept this truth bomb instead of fighting something that you can't change. It's one of the truths that we simply need to understand. That sometimes bad things happen. Sometimes you don't get what you want. But when you understand that this is just a hurdle that we all face and it's a truth for all of us, instead of wishing and waiting endlessly for something that you think you deserve, that may never happen. I mean, many people don't get what they deserve. They get sometimes more than they deserve and some people get less than they deserve and it's just the way that it works. And the moment you accept that this is the case, you free yourself to find new opportunities within the world, which is sometimes not fair. So it's just about an attitude adjustment understanding, sure, it's not always going to be fair. So when then life isn't fair, you understand that it's not something that needs to stumble you. You get up and you try again. It's just like that same truth bomb that the world doesn't owe you anything. Just the same, life isn't always fair. So now we're going to have a conversation about the final truth bomb. Somehow we survive. So there's this quote by Robinson Davis. He said, extraordinary people survive under the most terrible circumstances and they become more extraordinary because of it. So here's the thing, sometimes we go through things in life that are truly heartbreaking or gut-wrenchingly painful, and they sometimes leave wounds that take a long time to heal. It happens at times, it really does, and a scar usually remains. For some people, that scar, rather than picking at it constantly, is a symbol that shows that we survived. And to survive in this world and to truly prosper, you need to have a purpose and meaning in your life. 
So there's also this other quote, I think it's to live is to suffer and to survive is to find some meaning in your suffering. So when you're going through what you think is a really terrible situation, sometimes your only choice is just to survive. You're not in that place yet that you can be really optimistic and set new goals. You just need to feel that space and allow that emotion to flow through you. But we will survive. All of us have that ability because we have this fire burning inside us and that flame burns brighter than all the craziness around you. That is when we get our strength. It really is. It's through the hard times. Strength is what we gain from all the crazy stuff that we survive. You might not get over things really easy. It will take sometimes time, but you will always get through it. We were all given this life because we're strong enough to live it, whether you realize it or not. A Martin Luther King once said, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep on moving forward. And it really is true. There are going to be some days when all you can do is crawl. But that's okay. Just move slowly, but you will survive. And once that storm is over, you won't remember how you made it through, but somehow you survived it. And that is the amazing thing about human beings. We are so resilient. We are way more resilient than we give ourselves credit for. Sometimes we're not even going to be sure when the storm is actually over. Sometimes we'll feel like it's staying there for a really long time. But one thing is certain, when you come out of that storm, you won't be the same person who walked into it. And that's what that storm is about, to survive life and all those troubles and challenges that will be thrown your way, we need to learn some basic skills. So you'll need to learn how to correctly size up every situation to get rid of fear and panic, pinpoint your dreams and goals, and maybe sometimes even improvise or fake it until you make it. Also value yourself and learn to cope with the worst so that anything else that is thrown your way, you know you will cope you know you will survive it. And when anything else is thrown your way, it just seems easy in comparison. When you've gone through the worst and you know you have survived and you know you can survive, there's nothing that can really hurt you because you know how strong and resilient you really are. If you don't always feel this way, that is totally okay. Sometimes you need to get through it in order to understand how you've grown from that experience. But Really, in order to stand tall, you need to know what it feels like to fall down. And we've all fallen down. If you're down right now, just understand that we've all been there before. But we need to live through the heartbreak. We need to live through the betrayals and the trauma and the loss and the grief and the struggles in order to discover that we are like a warrior. There's nothing that can stop us from surviving anything in this world. Because it's during that hardship that we find strength to recover, to survive and to rebuild ourselves. So don't be scared when those struggles come. I know that you might feel like you're drowning at times, but you will get there. You will keep yourself afloat. You will always find a way. You will become an even stronger swimmer thanks to that experience. And after that, any rough water that you get thrown into, you will know how to keep yourself afloat. You will know how to swim your way out of it only because you went through those experiences. I think it's really important to respect those struggles because we gain so much from them, even though we might not realize it at the time. But if you're going through a struggle, you will get out of it because we always survive. We always, always do. We will always find a way out. We will always find a solution. We're always so much stronger than what we realize. And there will be many moments in your life where sometimes you think you can't survive it because it feels so terrible, but you will survive it because you are a super strong and resilient individual. And sometimes any way to get around suffering is just just to move through it. And the reward that we get from that experience is growth and compassion and understanding. And hopefully we will find more meaning in our life as a result of the suffering that we went through. And that really is truth bomb number five. Somehow we will always, always survive. 
You need to get through the darkness in order to appreciate the light. You really do. So there they are, the five truth bombs, and I'll go through them one more time. So truth bomb number one, remember, you're never ever going to feel 100% ready. So just take a leap of faith right now. Number two was the world doesn't owe you anything, but this is a blessing to know because it means you can take responsibility for your own life. Truth bomb number three was you can't change anyone else, just yourself. But that's also a gift because it means you don't need to depend on other people in order to make yourself happy. You're in charge of your own happiness, my friend. And truth bomb number four was life is not always fair. And I know, probably not what you wanted to hear today, but once you understand that it's not always fair, you can deal with those hurdles when they come up. And the final truth bomb was number five, somehow we will survive. So the fact of the matter is that you will always survive everything. But whether you choose to come out of that experience understanding it was a gift, understanding the blessing, understanding that you may now be more stronger or have more humility or have more compassion or understanding or meaning in your life, you can make that choice yourself, right? Or you can choose to think it's a terrible experience that you will never recover from, but once again, a choice. You will survive it no matter what, but whether you choose to allow it to become something that just strengthens your life moving forward is all up to you. So I hope you have found some value in what I've shared with you today. And as you always know, I am so grateful to have you here with me on this journey, in this podcast, listening. I love you guys, and I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you really loved it, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. For more inspiration, head over to dreambigmyfriend.com where you will find even more content for all the dreamers out there. Until next time, dream big, my friend.